Welcome to the DevOps Conference Scandinavia pregame podcast. For this episode and a few others, we're going to invite some speakers from the conference into the sauna, the DevOps sauna. And today we have a very special guest, Pinya Kuyula. Hi, Pinya. Hi there. So nice to have you here. And I have my usual cohort, Andy Ulrich. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So on the 23rd and 25th of October, 2023 in Stockholm and Copenhagen, we are holding the DevOps conference live. So in-person event where you can come and see some really interesting talks. Now, Pinya, what are you doing at the conference this year? Well, actually, Mark, don't you know what I'm doing at the conference? <laughs> this is kind of a joke as Pinya and I are once again hosting this set of conferences together. So it's really nice to have you here, Pinya, and talk about a little bit kind of behind the scenes how we do this. And we're also going to talk a little bit about some of the keynote guests that we have coming to speak with us. So Pinya, let's do a little bit of background. So um, when did you start hosting conferences? That is not a very long story, I must say. The first conference I ever hosted was in March this year, which was the DevOps Conference 2023 Global. The one we did online, it was fully online that time. So that was the first conference ever for me. It was really cool to be a part of it with you and to, you know, prepare the thing together and to get to do the execution. And, you know, we brought a lot of energy to each other and a lot of energy, I think, to the stage when we were only speaking, you know, basically to a camera and a little bit of crew that was around the studio. And this one's going to be really exciting because we're going to have two packed houses uh, full of people who are excited to see what's about to happen. And then we're also going to have all these fantastic speakers, you know, it, real life and in the flesh in uh, Stockholm and Copenhagen. That's what I was thinking as well. There is there is a difference between having an online setting when you're, you need to create that energy between yourselves and the audience who's fully online. We have this, all of the speakers were online, kind of enabling that connection when there is nothing physical. You cannot have that eye contact. It's so different from this. And that's that's one of the, I think, the greatest things that we achieved during that global conference was that at least based on the comments section, the Q&A section, we had a very lively audience there the whole time. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And these conferences, uh, the, the in-person ones especially, they have a really nice energy level. And for me, it feels fantastic to be able to go into a room of people who all really want to help one another and want to you know, create really good experiences uh, for their colleagues and their customers. There is a huge opportunity for people to have those light bulb moments when you see that, like, oh, I actually got something new out of this. This is something that I can really use. We got some of those moments for they were actually visible, visible to us in the global conference as well, in the comments section, in the Q&As. Yeah. But now we can actually see that live. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And uh, the way that these conferences are structured is such that uh, there's plenty of time for uh, networking in between each talk. And then, of course, there's the usual kind of, uh, you know, lunchtime and, and other networking opportunities. But it's really nice to be able to have that focal point of the guest and then come out and have a lot of really excited people to talk about it with. Exactly. So having that hive mind collected, we have a lot of a lot of good people in, in the house. So it's going to be an amazing experience. Cool. What's your favorite part of doing this this type of work? As we are the enablers of of that connection, 
just to see that thing happen there alive is a huge reward for me for, for doing this kind of job. But in addition, I must say that it is to see the people who are experts in their own area. They're the, the experts, I must say, and have that light in their eyes when they talk about their own thing that they're so invested in. That's also the highlight for me in this kind of a show. Yeah, I, I like that there were two things there that you said that were really neat. One is the aha moment and seeing people get it, which is really cool. And then the other side is the passion that people bring. Yeah, and it's also that like when you see that people can share their own knowledge. Because it's not only about, yes, I'm passionate about this, but oh, wow, I get to talk about this to a lot of people who are interested in this. So the, the speakers are getting a lot out of that experience as well. So when I was speaking at a conference, it's really cool to exactly, as you said, see that light bulb moment and you see people are getting it and it's amazing. And obviously I speak on a podcast or whatever, but I've never really hosted a conference and I'm not sure if I would want to. That's kind of a different thing, but it sounds exciting. It sounds really interesting. But I'm curious, Pinya, how do you prepare for that? I, whatever it is, whatever I do, I want to be well prepared. Um, I'm the kind of person who wants to know a lot of things beforehand. For the global conference, I went to see who are the speakers? What are they going to be talking about? What is their background? I went to see their, their previous talks, for example. There was a lot of work and effort from so many people for that conference, for example. We had a lot of prep from the technical side because it was fully online. There's going to be, of course, technical prep for these ones as well. But the funny thing is that there's always going to be surprises. There's always going to be something that doesn't go according to the very detailed plan that I have in my head. But what I want to have in my head is the red thread. I want to have that kind of the theme for us, something to come back to, because that helps. Even though something doesn't go according to the plan, we can always get back to the red thread and just follow that, because there might be something that we need to come up on the spot. I'll have to mention this one, that I've been a part of a lot of these kind of events, and there is a, an innumerable amount of things that kind of go wrong. You're trying to find the speaker that you know hasn't showed up yet, or you're trying to figure out uh, the next speaker is not quite ready or, you know, they're giving you like this sign, like, could you please, please wait a moment? I'm not ready online. And you're looking at the thing and you're standing on the stage. I want to talk about a conference moment because I remember in the previous years online, uh, the DevOps conference, um, Andy got to host a fire chat with one of, I think, many, many people's heroes, a certain Mr. Kelsey Hightower. And then I got to be there when I saw Andy meet Kelsey face to face. And would you like to tell us about that experience, Andy? Oh, that was that was just great. First of all, doing the fireside chat with Kelsey and just like, I'm the one who gets to decide the questions and pick his brain was just awesome. And he's, of course, a fantastic guy. And then that was just a really nice experience. But then when we went to Copenhagen and he walks in the door and it's like, hi, Kelsey. Oh, hi, Andy. Like He remembered me. Okay, cool. And then we kind of made our way over and he did the conference and or he did his his keynote a little bit of prep and working with the host and whatnot and getting stuff ready and then when it was done just we happened to go to the other room and just had a chat with him and he was so personable and just spent his time focused on me and my questions and our chat and it was great then we walked out to the conference hall during the next break and everybody who he came up or who came up to talk to him, he gave that same one-on-one -on -one focus and just forgot 
everything else around him and just focused on the person he was talking to. And it was amazing. First of all, okay, I got one on one time with Kelsey Hightower. That was great. But then just seeing how he does that for everybody and realizing that that's the benefit of these conferences. You can run into Kelsey Hightower's or Mark Dillon's or anybody, who knows, but you get this kind of connection because you're there to learn something. You're there to get something out of it. And so is everybody else. They're looking for the same thing. So this so-called hallway track can be the most beneficial part. Then when it's a hybrid online thing, okay, how do you replicate that? It's tough and it's hard, but that's why you have great hosts kind of bringing that energy. Yeah, the, it's one of the greatest empathetic tools that I have worked on since meeting Kelsey in that conference is that when you speak with someone one-on-one, -on -one, make sure that they feel like they're the only person in the world. And I think that's a really powerful thing that he, he was able to demonstrate. He used to be, he's retired now, but one of the most in-demand speakers in, in the tech world. So uh, really, really cool. And there was another thing uh, that he talked about in the conference, and I'll go to Pena for this one. Based on your experience, well, you're, you're doing it again, hosting another conference, so I see that it was a positive experience for you. Uh, but do you encourage others to get up and give talks or you know, take the opportunity to get on the stage? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There is that kind of jittery feeling you get beforehand that, oh, my God, are we really doing this? And that kind of getting your energy up and hyping yourselves up. And in our case, we, we could do that together and just hyping each other up and, hey, we're going to do this and this is going to be awesome. And I wasn't too nervous when we were doing it, to be honest. But then the, let's say, again, I go back to the energy part, the afterwards feeling that's still hyped up energy and it is a very very strange experience to have that last for many many hours afterwards to be honest we did two days in march so it actually i think it lasted for a couple of days after that so having having all that so many awesome people around us who were experts in their own area we have the technical people and our own marketing people everybody who made that possible and just i think it was a, like a communal experience i must say so if you have that chance, if you have the feeling that you would have something to talk about, whether you're a presenter, a hosting job, or you want to speak of a topic that is close to your heart, I must say it is a very energizing experience. Hi, it's Mark again. We'd love to see you at the DevOps Conference 2023 in Stockholm on the 23rd of October and in Copenhagen on the 25th of October. Get your ticket at www.devopsconference.com. Now, back to the show. One of the things that uh, that you talked about, Pena, which I think is really interesting, you talked about preparation and then you talked about energy and nervousness. And, you know, I, what I've learned is that everybody's going to be nervous. I've been on hundreds of stages, thousands of stages even, but the more prepared you are, then the more you can take that energy and give it to the audience. Yes, I fully agree. And I think that's really important. And, you know, just for those who are thinking about getting up on the stage. So one of the things that we talked about in the last couple of conferences really is that when you do this type of work as either a developer or a DevOps practitioner and an agile practitioner, 
or you know many other roles in IT and you think about what your reach is for affecting other people's lives in a positive manner you know it's it's really wonderful and then if you're able to get up onto a stage i always say if i can affect one person and have one person's life be a little bit better because of the work that we did then you know it makes it all worthwhile and the audience wants you to succeed so everybody gets nervous everybody wants you to succeed and you have more opportunity to better yourself and others if you take the leap of courage to get up there. And even if you think about going going on a stage and speaking of a topic that is close to your heart, it's always going to be a learning experience, no matter how experienced and how seasoned you are in speaking. You can be the expert in your area, but once you get to the Q&A section, when you start getting the questions from the audience... And somebody's thinking about it a little differently than you are. I've seen those moments there as well. That somebody's asking a really good question. That makes the speaker who has years of knowledge and experience on on their side, they go like, oh, wow, I learned something new about this today. Awesome. So, Andy, our next part, what would you call this? Is it pre-lights of the conference or? Eh, It's kind of hard to say it's highlights because it hasn't happened yet. It's uh, premonition parts, or I don't know. Pre-highlight premonition parts. But what we would like to do is uh, we'd like to highlight a couple of the the, the keynotes and speakers. Uh, we don't want to exclude anybody here, but we're just we're taking a few of them uh, that that we're really excited about. We're excited about them all. But uh, there's a few. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'll take the first one uh, that Patrick Dubois is coming uh, to speak. Uh, The topic is from ChatGPT, which is a a huge discussion point right now. From ChatGPT to production, help me, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Operationalizing. All right. Thank you. Operationalizing generative AI. From ChatGPT to production, operationalizing generative AI from Patrick Dubois. And there's, there's so many elements to this opening keynote. Uh, the first one is, Patrick has a quote from a few years ago on Twitter uh, that is one of my favorite definitions of DevOps uh, that simplifies it right down almost to the bare metal that uh, DevOps is overcoming the friction of the silos and everything else is pure engineering. So I think that's really cool. And then on this on this AI side of things, you know, Andy, is, is, are you talking much about AI these days? No, not at all. Just every single conversation, it feels like. <laughs> sure. It's so much in the news and so much on, on people's minds that it's hard not to talk about AI. But then it's really a question of, okay, yeah, it's interesting, chat GPT, you can get some funny poems or some memes or, or some interesting way to phrase a business case or something. But what's it really, really good for? And what's the right way to look at it and think about it to bring some tangible benefit? And those are the more interesting conversations. But quite often, it's just AI, AI, AI as a buzzword without getting deep. And I hope we can get deep on some kind of topic. I think we have an opportunity to get deeper, um, not only with Patrick Dubois' keynote, but with our second keynote. So, Pena, I believe you were really excited about this one. I am. We have Joseph Katsiolotis from GitHub, and he's going to be talking about human versus AI, how to ship secure code. Because 
once again, everybody's talking about AI, but not on the level that how do we really use it? And many companies are now looking into their policies. What? How can we use this? And how how can we really do this in a in a good and secure way? And how can we shift our software development practices using AI? So for that reason, this is a very interesting one. Looking into the practicalities of things, he's going to be sharing some case stories there as well. Really, really cool. Thank you. I'm going to highlight there's a couple of tracks like many conferences uh, in between the the big keynotes. And one of the track talks jumps out at me. And uh, I happen to know uh, quite well uh, the speaker on this topic. And I've actually even heard a little bit about the topic where I'm almost starting to think that I understand it. So Andy, you're giving a track talk on eBPF. And um you have a really interesting angle on this one. Would you like to give us the angle? Well, as frequent listeners might have heard by now, I started my career in the U.S. Navy doing electronic warfare communications and navigation on nuclear-powered fast attack submarines. And so I'm going to talk a little- Are they turbocharged, Andy? They do have a turbo, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about that experience and then- what can software companies learn from that? Because I think there's some pretty interesting lessons in there. Uh, we even did an episode a while back on that. And then taking those ideas, what kind of tools do we have to help us with that? And of course, in the uh, infrastructure level world, eBPF is kind of all the rage. It's like AI for the real geeks kind of level of hype. So I'll then talk a little bit about what eBPF is so eBPF is quite the rage in the infrastructure level. Maybe not as much hype as AI, but getting close there. Everything's about eBPF this, eBPF that. So I'll talk a little bit about what eBPF is and how it applies to these lessons which I learned from the Navy and which I think that could be applied to software companies. All right. Thank you, Andy. Another keynote uh, that's quite interesting um, in the afternoon session, would you like to tell us about building with empathy, Pinya? Yes, we got Bia Nilsson from Spotify to, to come to speak to us. And her angle is that, of course, the, how they see the internal developers at Spotify as their customers, how to build that developer experience based on empathy and how they use that as a foundation of their engineering culture and developer experience has been has been one of the biggest topics of, of DevOps for the past couple of years, and rightfully so. It's, it's one of the big trends right now, and I think it has really cemented its its place in the decision makers' minds and the C-suite's minds as well, that how do we make our developers feel better in their jobs? And this is one, one really good talk about that. And you asked me earlier, Mark, to help you when you were struggling with operationalize, and I was just going to smile and watch you struggle. So maybe I'm going to go to this keynote on empathy and try to find some. <laughs> He's a good friend of mine, Andy. So we are used to this type of uh, empathetic discussion. We also have uh, some lightning talks. We do. This is something that we have done in the previous conferences as well. So the lightning for the lightning talks, we're going to have four speakers and there is a five-minute slot for each of them and no more. So they're going to be have to be very fast and very efficient in their deliveries and what they're going to be talking to us. So this is something I'm very excited about. This part of the program has 
it's got this special energy to it. And it's, it's fun to see how people can actually make their pitches and make their speaks speeches into that five minute slot. And it's it's got some very special qualities to it. It sure does. The energy is always really interesting with the lightning talks. And there's a break just after the lightning talks um, as well, so that you have an opportunity. If uh, one or more of those talks speaks to you, then you'll be able to get up and, and go meet the person and have a conversation. But really, really interesting. All right. So tell me, how do you feel, Pena, about the conference coming up? I'm I'm super excited. If, if you cannot hear it from my voice... <laughs> Yeah. I can help it, but it's it's something I'm very interested in and very excited about right now. It's going to be a, an awesome program. It's going to be an awesome, awesome event, both of those days. All right. It sure is. And I'm really happy that we had this pregame podcast. I'm super excited. Okay. Thank you so much, Pena. Um, it's going to be a pleasure to host this conference with you. Thank you so much, Andy. It's going to be a pleasure in order to hear you talk about what software companies can learn from submarines. This is the DevOps Sauna pregame podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you at the conference. Thanks. See you there. Thank you. See you there. Before we go, let's give our guest an opportunity to introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about who we are. Hi, I'm Pinia Cuyala. I'm an Agile and Product Management Coach at Efficode. I'm also co-hosting with Mark Dillon the DevOps Conferences 2023 in Stockholm and Copenhagen. My name is Mark Dillon. I'm a lead consultant in the transformation business at Efficode. My name is Andy Allred, and I'm doing platform engineering at Efficode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please like and subscribe. It means the world to us. Also, check out our other interesting talks and tune in for our next episode. Take care of yourself and remember what really matters is everything we do with machines is to help humans.